You've torn your ACL. Is that a game changer for the young athlete? We're going to talk about that next on Scope Radio. Access to our experts with in-depth information about the biggest health issues facing you today. The Specialists with Dr. Tom Miller is on The Scope. Hi, I'm Dr. Tom Miller, and I'm here with Dr. Travis Mack. Travis is a professor of orthopedic surgery in the Department of Orthopedics here at the University of Utah. Travis, you got a young athlete. He's playing football. Here's a pop. Falls down on the ground. He's torn his ACL. Is that it? Can he no longer play football, or what can he do? Absolutely not. I think... Obviously, no one wants to get injured at any point in their sporting career, and it, it is extremely psychologically impactful for the athlete when they injure themselves. And the first gut reaction is, I'm never going to get up. I'm never going to play sports. I'm never going to be the athlete I was before. Pretty traumatic emotionally for the young and talented athlete, I'm sure. It absolutely is. And in fact, it's an area of expertise. Sports psychology is a growing area because it really is a hard thing to recover from. Let's talk about the first piece of this, which would be diagnosis of an ACL tear. How do you do that? And how are you assured that the patient actually has an ACL tear? The way to differentiate between an ACL and everything else is fairly straightforward. If you fall, you twist, you feel a pop, and your knee swells right away and you can't walk off the field. You know you've got it. Something's going on. It's a good jam. Well, how do you definitively diagnose that? Is that the coach on the sideline or the trainer, or do you think that that belongs to a specialist such as yourself in sports medicine? Well, I'll tell you, actually, trainers are fairly good for the most part. There's an exam called the Lockman exam where you test the knee instability. That being said, right off, right out of the gates, when the knee is extremely swollen, the athlete's in pain, it's really hard to diagnose it. So generally speaking, if there's a concern of any sort that there might be an ACL, the referral to a specialist is probably the best answer. Now, treatment or therapy doesn't begin until that swelling is is reduced or is eliminated. Is that correct? That is correct. And the, with I think at first, I mean, stu- athletes... They want to get it repaired right away, and the assumption is they've got to go to the ED, and then the right. surgeon comes down and operates on them sure. like as if it's a terrible fracture, but that's not true. That is you want things to cool down. You're 100% right. The uh, In fact, we, we know now that if operating for an ACL when a knee is extremely swollen and stiff, all it does is make the knee continue to be swollen and stiff. And so we let things calm down with therapy, and once the knee's back to moving appropriately, that's when you fix it. Well, the million-dollar question and the question that I've been asked by patients is, do we have to have the ACL repaired? Do I have to have the ACL repaired once we know that it's torn? It is 100% the million-dollar question. Unfortunately, we have some statistics behind this. So looking at all of these different types of repairs, that we reconstructions that we've done, we've learned the following things. Number one is if you're extremely young, and by that I mean under the age of 18, you cannot have a kid do activity modification. No matter what you do to try, they are going to run, they are going to jump, and you can try. Even if you're a parent, you know quickly it's not going to happen. So in those patients, they actually have a higher risk of, of other injuries to their knee if they don't have an ACL because they will not modify their activity. So in the 18 and younger, most of us will recommend surgery for them almost across the board. When you get up above that in the 20, 30, 40-year-old range, the question then becomes – can you modify your activities? And do you need an ACL at all? And actually, there's fairly good evidence to suggest that a third of patients actually don't need an ACL. How would you determine if a patient didn't actually need their ACL for the types of activities they're interested in doing, such as running, tennis? I, I imagine, you know, if they're going to play basketball or cutting sports like soccer, they probably would need their ACL in almost all cases, but maybe that's wrong. Sure. So, Tom, that's a really good question. If we could do that, if we could identify who the individual was that didn't need their ACL, we would be winning the game. And unfortunately, we can't. So a third of people don't need it to do anything, including rotational activities. So I saw one of the players who's actually a, uh, used to be on the women's national Olympic soccer team for 
for the U.S., and she actually was diagnosed as having no ACL. And the reason it was diagnosed is they got an MRI because her knee hurt. Not no the, ACL. No ACL. And she actually had to see four separate orthopedic surgeons, all of whom had to tell her she did not need her ACL fixed before she could return to playing high-level soccer at that level. That being said, she'd torn it years ago, and her knee was totally stable. So there are some people, it's about a third, that don't need it. A third of people that need it to do rotational activities. So to your point, that's soccer, that's pivoting sports like tennis, especially singles. You can run without an ACL. That's generally fine if you're in that group. Then there's a third of people that need it for everything. And that is walking downstairs and saying hi to your friend. That is turning, stepping. Walking, stepping off a curb. Basic away. Exactly. And those people need it for everything. To answer your question, can you figure it out for yourself? The answer is yes. And generally speaking, if you're tending towards saying, hey, you know, I'm okay giving up these activities, and this is what I tell my patients, if you take those numbers, about two-thirds of people need it if they're not going to modify their activities. So if they're going to go back to playing basketball, tennis, bump skiing, things like that, there's a good odds you're going to need your ACL. Well, that that begs the question. So you let the swelling recover. You let that the inflammation, you know, calm down. And then do you allow them to go back and play the sport to see if they can manage it without the ACL or do you recommend that they proceed with surgery? For me, it is very patient dependent. So in terms of the statistics, what I would tell you is if, and what I tell my patients is if there is a good chance they're going to try to return to rotational activities and they're somewhere between the ages of 20 and 50, then I, my recommendation is unless they're absolutely against surgery, probably fix it. Because if you don't fix your ACL and you return to rotational activities and you need it, what you end up doing is risking further injury to your knee. And that is mainly the meniscus. We know that if you tear your meniscus, your risk of arthritis down the road is much higher than if you didn't. Now, we're not talking about the ACL. We're talking about About the the meniscus. meniscus. So uh, for the patient who rips that ACL, now you've repaired it, what is the time to return to activities? Is it a month? Is it two months? Is it six months? Is it a year? Sure. I think, I mean, some time ago, I, I believe it was like a year before you could get back on the field. Right. Again. So things like, have changed. <laughs> well, then. some degree. So the devil's in the details, actually. And I think what you mean by return to activity, it, it can vary depending on the person. So you can walk within two to three weeks. If that's if your activity is walking your dog around the block, number one, you probably shouldn't get your ACL fixed if that's all you want to do. But number two, you can definitely do that. If you're talking about rotational activities like get basketball, football, baseball, high-level tennis, anything of that nature, you're looking about six to nine months. Now, let's say that this individual has, has heard that pop. They have swelling in the knee. Where do they go first to have that evaluated? Should they come and see an orthopedic surgeon? Should they go to a sports physician? Should they just end up going to their family practitioner? What do you recommend? I would say all three of those, yes. The truth of the matter is, at this point, um, the vast majority of individuals, number one, should have a family practitioner as a doctor. So if you don't have a doctor, my plug here is please go get one. Um, that being said, if someone you're familiar with, go ahead and get it evaluated. I would say just about everyone is comfortable diagnosing an ACL. To summarize then, if you have that pop and you have swelling, you might have pulled, ripped out that ACL, good chance of that. Uh, secondly, if you're about 18 years old or under, you recommend that that be repaired surgically. If you're older, it might depend. You said a third of the people that have complete ACL tears may not actually need that ACL in time will tell. And it also depends on the type of activity that they're going to engage in as well. And then finally, once you have the surgery, you can. De- it depends on what you plan to do with that knee again in terms of how quickly you'll get back into that activity. Would that be fair? That is fair. And the other thing I would say is 
one of the hardest things about tearing your ACL is the idea that you'll never return to what you wanted to do the way you were before. And I can fortunately say that there's very good evidence that, in fact, you will be able to do that. And we, the idea and the reason that I, I do the, the job that I do is to get people back doing all of the high-level activities at the level they were training in before as quickly as we can. So your life is not over. Your career is not over. You will be fine. TheScopeRadio.com is University of Utah Health Sciences Radio. If you like what you heard, be sure to get our latest content by following us on Facebook. Just click on the Facebook icon at TheScopeRadio.com.